0: Your Money Today. Caroline Wright takes a look at how geopolitical tensions affect the venture capital space. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning. In Your Money Today, I'm going to take a look at how geopolitics is impacting the venture capital space. I'm joined now by Rebecca Fannin, who's founder and author of Silicon Dragon, to discuss that. Thank you for joining me today, Rebecca. Sure, happy to. So, how much of a concern would you say cross-border geopolitical currents are in the VC landscape at the moment?
1: I think it's impacting global investing, cross-currents investing, um, and fundraising as well. So it's having a major impact. So, So what are some of the most
0: key concerns you have at the moment around that?
1: Well, it's not necessarily me, but it's the industry in general, I think. I'm an observer and a reporter about it, so I could just tell you what the community is telling me. And the issues are about how we're starting to see a split in the development of innovations. You're seeing a Western alliance and a Chinese alliance develop, which in before, it was more of a bridge between the two markets. So now you're seeing this separation, and I think that that could actually slow innovation globally. Uh, And is this primarily because of the sort of tensions between the
0: U.S. and China that you think this is being driven?
1: Yes, I think that's definitely in the center of the issue. (laughs) And uh, I think uh, it has become more pronounced in recent years. Before, there was a lot of collaboration and cross-border investment, but now uh, we are seeing that fading away. Uh, because of geopolitical issues, restrictions on investments in sensitive sectors, uh, privacy issues, different views on social media. And um, I don't think uh, that we're going to see that changing too much. With the US presidential election coming up, it's likely to be more intensified. And
0: and is this detrimental to innovation generally, do you think, this, this tension?
1: Yes, I think it is, because what you're seeing instead of people working together on new innovations, each is developing its own uh, in their own sphere, whereas before you could get the best of both worlds. Now you're not getting the best of both worlds, you're getting a piece here and a piece there, and it's become much more independent.
0: Yeah. Now, you were talking about some of the interesting innovations you're seeing. Now, China is a massive place and there is a lot going on there. And and no matter what the tensions are, there's a lot of interesting developments in in tech going on. What are some of the most exciting things
1: that you're seeing happening within mainland China? Certainly around artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence in business is a driving force today, and I think we're really at the beginning stages. Uh, Gen AI obviously has become the big trend that everybody's talking about, and chat GPT. This is actually U.S. invented, but China has its own AI, and there is a race going on about uh, which market is going to win the AI race. Uh, So that's AI is a very big area. Semiconductors and chips is another very big area. A lot of security issues around chips and who's going to win that race. Uh, So batteries, batteries, electric, you know, who's gonna supply the batteries of of tomorrow? Where are we gonna get uh, enough of the resources needed to produce batteries? Um, Electric vehicles is another uh, big area of innovation. And so in each one of these markets, you've got China and the U.S. each developing their own companies and their own ecosystem around it.
0: And and talking of AI, I think it's a technology we've talked about so much this year, but how do you see it changing our lives?
1: Well, I think uh, if anyone who uses a mobile phone can certainly say that in mobile, uh, the way that information is spun to us, the way that friends' comments are spun to us, the way that news is spun to us, the way that social media is spun to us, that is having a major impact on how we know about the world because of AI. AI tends to favor sites that you've already visited or friends that you already know. It doesn't allow you to explore a lot of new avenues. It keeps you within its own, within its own lane. So definitely in the information world, uh, it has had its impact. Uh, if you look at things like um, even just traffic <laughs> on, on city streets, AI is having, uh, having a difference there in monitoring traffic flows. And some of these issues can be a big help Uh, in uh, preventing crime, having AI, you know, being able to diagnose faces, recognize faces. So facial recognition is another area. So there's a lot of good purposes of AI. There's also can be some bad purposes, (laughs) like uh, fake personas, which has become an issue. So I think um, we're still in the early stages of AI, I think. And um, there's, also still needs to be more regulation around it to prevent kind of the bad uses of it. Uh, but it, overall, I think AI is a plus uh, for uh, consumers and for businesses alike. Now, let's, let's talk
0: a little bit about the challenges to deal making. Obviously, geopolitics, we we've talked about in that. What other challenges do you see to, to deal making in the VC space at the moment? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the restrictions on trade and investments is a big one. And this is from both sides, China into the U.S. and U.S. into China, where we're seeing increased regulations around what sectors you can invest in, what areas are technologically sensitive. Anything to do with the military, for instance, uh, would be a no-no. Uh, Anything to do with very advanced technology would be a no-no, and so we're seeing these kind of restrictions happen now, and uh, yes, it is both sides, actually, Uh, so every time you see one restriction on one side, then you see another restriction on the other side, whereas before, it was more free-flowing between the two markets now so not so much free-flowing yeah i feel
0: there is a a lot of tit-for-tat kind of things going on
1: yeah but but let's try and look at,
0: at the other side of this and does this actually create any opportunities can
1: turbulent times create opportunities do you think well i think uh that i'm hearing from the venture capitalists that they are striving to be more specific in their investments and uh also beyond being specific in a, in a particular industry and specializing in that, they're also becoming more localized or regionalized within the markets that they know best. Instead of trying to, let's say you're in Silicon Valley and you're investing in China or Beijing or Shanghai, now you may only invest in the US. You may invest only in those markets that you know best that are within driving distance or flying easy flying distance. You're not going to be doing these kind of long, um, arduous and challenging kinds of deals when you could do them in your own backyard. And so they are doing more deals. We're seeing more localization of VC and uh, regionalization of VC, I think, today um, than we had in the past. Great to get your insights. Thank you for talking with me today. That's Rebecca Bannon, who is founder and author of Silicon Dragon. Well, thank you very much. I enjoyed it.